Hello, everyone. This is one of the co-hosts of Swim Radio, Jonah. Um, today on the show, me and my co-host, Kyle, will be introducing our show, talking about some of our favorite music and telling some stories. Uh, Swim Radio is recorded live in the UMass Amherst radio station, and this is our first episode. So please excuse any awkwardness or technical difficulties. Uh, we're still figuring out all the gear. Um, but I promise the future episodes will sound better and more professional, so please bear with us. Um, anyways, I hope you enjoy this episode, and thank you for listening. Swim Radio. Swim Radio. Don't get it twisted. The best music. The best of the best, and I'm hush Swim. You are listening in the Swim Radio. It's hot. On WNUA. Amherst. 91.1. Swim. Radio. Radio. Hello everyone, my name is TJ Phantom, you're listening to Swim Radio on 91.1 WMUA, Amherst. And I'm Static, welcome to our beautiful show. Today is our first episode, Um, we were both uh, stoked to uh, do this and have the opportunity to have this show. Um, Pretty much, uh, the show is going to be every Sunday from 8 to 10 p.m., me and my buddy over here, Phantom, we're going to be interviewing some uh, pretty cool people and uh, kind of just talking about life and the arts, the two things that are important. Important to everyone, important to us. We're going to be uh, interviewing some of our favorite local acts. We're going to see, you know, what we can get, what we can get going over here. Um, we're going to start off the, uh, the season with an introduction. We're going to talk a little about... about our personal music journeys, our experience, um, what got us into music, what we're like into now. It's a journey of life, and that's what music is. It's all around us, so we're going to talk about it. So, where do we start? Did you want to start? Well, why don't we, yeah, why don't we start, um, we'll get into a little bit of a... Uh, what kind of like our tastes are, our musical tastes? Um, what would you, how would you describe your taste, Kyle? Um, I would say my taste is pretty all over the place. Um, right now, um, I'm kind of into a lot of like dad music. I like a lot of weird stuff. Um, I've been super into like Steely Dan recently, just weird studio projects, um, all that good stuff. Um, listen to a lot of new wave recently but mm-hmm. overall um, I would say my favorite genres ever are probably like boom bap 90s hip hop mm-hmm. um, definitely like I love like just like any kind of like experimental avant-garde music yeah. especially from the 60s of anything with really harsh like unlistenable noise in it solid stuff so yeah I'd agree I, like hip hop's definitely like my favorite genre but like off of that, like I branch into other stuff. Like, you know, I was I was saying before, like the first genre that like I ever was like, this is my favorite type of music, was like dubstep. Like totally. I didn't I didn't have like like Spotify or anything like that, so I would listen like on Pandora, like dubstep yeah. radio, Skrillex radio, exactly, scary yeah. monsters and nice sprites, <laughs> exactly, and bangering, yeah, on uh, some YouTube stuff. What was like the first like music that you got into? Well, um, I'm trying to think. I've been in music pretty much, like, as long as I've been talking, for better, for worse. Um, the first band I was super into, just like probably like everyone else on the planet, was the Beatles. I remember playing the Beatles rock band, and I think, I don't know, I was, it might have been elementary school, um, but I remember, like, playing that game, just getting, like, obsessed with that. I, like, had my dad take me to the store Newberry Comics I'm sure everyone listening right now (laughs) knows what Newberry Comics is the western or Massachusetts legendary store Um, and he bought me this compilation tape called The Beatles Love Oh, and even though it's not a it's not really a studio album made by them but it was released uh, I don't know late 2000s and it's pretty much like a cool montage of a ton of their songs and it kind of just like I think it was for like a play or something, but this was just like the soundtrack. But like ever since then, I just became obsessed with music. Um, I don't really think it was until my taste didn't really change. I kind of just listened to like a lot of like classic rock, a a lot of like, 
I don't know. I had a phase with like Demi Lovato when I was like in second grade. I saw her live. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, just regular pop stuff. But it wasn't really until middle school where uh, I found that uh, I didn't really like. I had to be different somehow um, <laughs> in the most edgy way possible. Of course. Because, uh, you know, middle schools, middle schoolers like to be edgy. Yeah. And uh, so I got super into like like Nirvana in right. sixth grade. Seventh grade, I started getting into like the Sex Pistols. Okay. <laughs> which is like, that was like, that was probably like the spawn of yeah. like what I listen to today. Because then yeah, in eighth yeah. grade, I like got into like the Velvet Underground. Right. Which is like the starting point right. to like any cool music after them oh, yeah most definitely but uh it's so funny like what changes like what's different like then versus like what's different now like i remember in like exactly like what you're saying like in freshman year of high school i was like i was like thought i was so different because i was listening to like flower boy by oh Tyler yeah Grady. yeah for sure like i mean as corny as it sounds that's like a like life-changing album like no i do like, i know what you mean i, I like listen to that and like I was like, okay, this is sick. Like, that was like one of my that was like my first like favorite album. You know what I mean? Was that like your hip hop awakening? <laughs> no, I like listened to like hip hop and stuff before then, but most of the hip hop I was listening to was like trap. Like it was Yeah, like, I feel that. Yeah, it was like you know, <laughs> yeah. You know, we love trap here though. It was like Tyga and like Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Tyga yeah, Tyga's <laughs> like, awesome. Stuff. Um I'm trying to think. My I've been into hip hop for a while. Um just like every were, were you like first into hip-hop or were you first into like more rock music um well i originally like listened to rock because yeah. like that's like all i really knew yeah um my dad showed me a lot of stuff obviously yeah. when i was younger he put me on a, like he put me on a nirvana i didn't really listen to them until like middle school mm-hmm. um i don't know he listened to like a lot of like rush and like van halen i'm not super into that stuff i know you're listening to this dad i'm sorry <laughs> but uh yeah he was big inspo for that but it, i don't think it was till this sounds like the most cringe like white boy thing to say ever but i got into hip-hop probably when the movie straight out of compton came out <laughs> um that's what got you into it yeah this All is right. really uh this is a good story so okay. a movie came out and i just never watched it but i remember thinking about how cool the movie seemed to be right and i remember this was seventh grade because is when i bought my turntable mm-hmm. and um <laughs> I, I just started got crazy in NWA <laughs> and it, it wasn't just because I wanted to listen to hip hop it's because it was just like swears and it was just like edgy and like <laughs> right. saying like bad stuff about police and all this other stuff and I'm like it was, oh. it was different it was cool at the time yeah of yeah. course and I, I got super into that I remember yeah. being at Barnes and Noble <laughs> <laughs> which what? is like so like that's like so two different sides of the story <laughs> I know like, I know I was at Barnes and Noble with my mom. This was right after I bought my first turntable uh-huh. in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. So I was there. My mom's like, what do you want for Christmas? Mm-hmm. And I like go to the hip hop section and I like pull out like straight out of Compton. I'm like, mom, can you buy me this? She's like, no. <laughs> she said, no. Like, this is explicit. Really? Like, I don't want you listening to this stuff, <laughs> but it's okay. Um, I know you're listening to this too, mom. Um, she's cool with hip hop after that. The explicit like stamp got you like. Yeah, out. exactly. Yeah. But you know what? That's why I was like. It was like cool because it's yeah. like it was like dangerous. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not super into like obviously that stuff anymore. It mm-hmm. kind of evolved. It went from like NWA. I was super into like G Funk. Yeah. Because obviously that's like straight from NWA. But I kind of stopped listening to all that stuff. I got super into Kanye. Mm. It's just a, it's a bad path to go down, but he's still the goat. What's uh What's your favorite Kanye album? Uh, College Dropout. Okay. Which is a hot take yeah. to some people. Yeah. I know like. People say, like, real Kanye fans say... Well, it's, like, his OG... It's, like, before he kind of, like, switched it up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like... I, like, I'm more of a fan of, like, experimental Kanye. Like, Yeah, no, totally. I mean, it's, like... People say, oh, real Kanye fans will, like, say that, like, my beautiful <laughs> Dark Twisted Fantasy right. or College Dropout is best. I, I right. think they're both the best. Yeah. I just... College Dropout's my favorite because I love how it's... It's, like, the most, like, regular hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And to, like, bridge that into... But I was going to say, after I got into Super into Kanye, I just got, like, crazy into, like, Boom Bap mm-hmm. and 90s hip-hop, mm-hmm. Wu-Tang, like, Nas, Big yeah. L. Um, and you recently saw, like, Wu-Tang, right? Like, in concert or not? Yeah, so yeah. I saw, it wasn't all of them, because they don't all tour together that much anymore. But I saw, well, I take that back, because I did see all of them okay. in 2018. Okay at umass lowell mm-hmm. it was for the 25th anniversary of the 36 chambers tour and it was all the members and it was i think it was the first time they all tore together mm-hmm. in so long 
but that was like I went with my dad. It was awesome. Um, I like forced him to go. He loves Wu Tang though. Yeah. He like likes all the stuff I like to do. And then in December, I went. It was Ghostface Killer, Raekwon, and Jizza. I think are like the three best Wu Tang members. So that was sick. That was really cool. Um, yeah, but uh, I don't know. And then I got super into Tribe. Totally. Tribe Called Quest is the best one ever. The, yeah, Go one to. of the best hip-hop groups of all time. Yeah, for sure. I love that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, what would you say, like, what was your like hip-hop journey? Because I feel like everyone has one. You I mean, somewhere. hip-hop was, like, definitely... Uh, so, like, I was saying dubstep's, like, the first genre. But hip-hop is, like, very close second. Like, yeah, for I sure. was listening to those, like, simultaneously. Um I remember like the f- the album that like made me like want to buy Spotify was like when Kendrick Lamar came out with Damn. Oh. And I was like I was like oh I, I should listen to this like all the way through. Yeah. Like, that was like the first album I yeah. was like I should listen to this all the way through. Um I didn't even mention Kendrick. I had yeah. the biggest Kendrick phase yeah, ever yeah, too. Yeah. Um and so yeah, Kendrick like definitely like, got me into rap um and hip hop and then yeah, um and then, I don't know, I guess I just kind of, like, branched out from there. Um, you know, I still, like, listen to everything. I remember, so, in between, like, the Pandora and, the, like, Spotify, I would be, like, YouTube to MB3, download yeah, like, all yeah, types of, of course. songs and, like, remixes and stuff like don't that. Don't tell Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no. I know, it's like, I don't know. But what's, what's morally better doing that or using Spotify, I guess? Hard to say. <laughs> I mean, it's like the thing is, my, my take on the whole napster like metallica lawsuit so for the listeners who don't know what we're talking about is i I don't know it was like the early 2000s when napster which was a program which i'm sure everyone like born before like 2000 knows what napster is but for some of our younger audience or kids our age um i'm sure everyone and i don't know anyways (laughs) it was pretty much like a a website that you would use or a program like yeah it's pretty much pirating music it would just be tons of mp3s and people just do it anyways big rich metallica got mad that people were like downloading their music for free and sold them or sued them for tons of money but uh i don't know i think uh i think pirating music's uh no not much worse than uh yeah I mean, Spotify is, like, not the best, but it is what it is. Speaking of Spotify, though, uh, maybe we should get into some of our picks, um, play some music. Um, yeah, we're going to our first break. Um, yeah, so I'm going to start off with one of my favorite dubstep songs, um, Crave You Remix by Flight Facilities. <laughs> this is one I used to listen to back in the Pandora days. It's awesome. Um, so, yeah. You're, uh, you're listening to Swim Radio, and here we are with some music. 91.1 WMUA. Enjoy. Hello, my beautiful listeners. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're back. Welcome back to the vocals. This is Swim Radio on 91.1. Your two favorites. Static. DJ Static, DJ Phantom. We're back here, back going to talk about some music. Best boys in Amherst. Before we uh, get back into the dirty stuff, I'd like to make some shout outs to my loyal listeners. Oh, yeah. We got a lot of people listening over here. Yeah, we got a lot of people. We're um, getting a lot of texts, family and friends. Everyone's uh, everyone's showing their support. I appreciate it. So first, I'd like to shout out Sabrina. Hey, Sabrina. Thank you for listening. I'd, al- I'd also like to shout out Sabrina, who is my mom. My mom's name is Sabrina. Yep, this, I found that out today, which is pretty interesting. So uh, here go. There's some facts for you, Sabrina. Shout out Zach for listening. Micah. Shout out Timmy. Thank you, Timmy. Hope you're doing well. Shout out Jackson, Mike, Corey, my parents again. Yeah. Shouts out Rudy. Shouts out Isabel. Shouts out John. Shouts out Christina. Shouts out Yusuf. Shouts out Aunt Stacy. And shouts out Zephan. Thank you all for listening to Swim Radio. You guys are shouts the out best. to my sister Sophie. She texted me. Shouts out to my grandpa too. Yeah. The OG <laughs> Phantom. The OG Phantom. Yeah. Um Yeah. So that was uh right there with some tracks. Um 
for those who didn't know, the songs that we just played were songs that my buddy DJ Phantom used to listen to. Yeah, this was like, that was like my playlist you would have heard in like 2015 to like 2018. That was like this, that was like the music I listened to. Yeah, it was pretty valid. Um, yeah. Obviously, I'm familiar with all these songs, except I don't really know the first song, but <laughs> I wasn't super into dubstep. That's but a deep dubstep pick, dude. That's, I know. You wouldn't have known that unless you were like on Pandora I know. in 2015. <laughs> I, was sh- I was showing my girlfriend, Sabrina, the, the playlist earlier. She's like, oh, that's a really good song. Really? I'm like, yeah. She's I'm like, that. I'm like, oh yeah. I don't, I don't know it. But, she must have uh, known. She yeah, she know. knows. She knows. So uh, that was cool. But uh, obviously Kendrick Lamar. Um, I love Kendrick. We were just talking about that. That's a great song. I honestly forgot how good it is. Yeah. Um, damn, such a killer record. Yeah, especially that one. Like the last song on that album. Like I, I did not. Um, I didn't like like that song when it first came out, um, but like I li- I like went back and listened to the album, like especially with like a newer take on things, like getting into like different producers like Jay Dilla and like oh, Madlib and stuff, like made me go back and like appreciate that song more. Yeah, no, that song's so sick. That whole yeah. album though, um, I got into Kendrick like when that album came out. I know I didn't mention it before because I always, I always forget how into Kendrick I was. Yeah, Like totally. to Pimp a Butterfly is like a top yeah. five album on Last FM for me. I don't want to talk about Last FM because that's the thing that's like, <laughs> oh, check out my Last FM. But yeah. uh, it is. It's pretty high up there. I was just like, I, listen to, I would listen to Pimp a Butterfly, Go Kid, Mad City, and Damn like yeah. three times every single day. <laughs> like my sophomore year of high school. Yeah. Like I was, I was obsessed. Yeah. Um, so hopefully he's going to be dropping again soon. I know. I hope so. That's what I heard. I, heard, I saw some Twitter post um, yesterday that people saying it's like really soon. Like sooner than we think. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, who knows? I, yeah, because I guess he was like teasing with like Baby Keem and stuff. Um, and then like, I don't know. I'm hype. I'm, yeah. Whatever it's going to be, like, I don't even, I think it'll be great, whatever. How, how do you feel about Baby Keem? You know, I'm a Baby Keem fan, I would say. Okay. But, like, that's just, like, that's the type of music I like to listen to, like, when I'm feeling, like, mad ignorant. <laughs> like, <laughs> mad ignorant hours. Like, I like to, <laughs> Turn on the like, Baby Keem. Yeah, I got, like, a playlist that's, like, just titled, like, morning, fi- like, Fire Emoji. Nice. And it's got, like, Pop Smoke. Like, nice. I love, I love Pop Smoke. Yeah, R.I.P. It, Pop Smoke. Yeah, for real. So sad. Um, But, yeah, no, I just, like, that's, like, the music I love for, yeah. like, being mad ignorant. Of course. Um, oh, also before I forget, I forgot to shout out my grandma, uh, Grammy. <laughs> thank you for listening. Um, also shout out Brian if you're listening. But also you, uh, you, you play Mac DeMarco. I don't yeah. really listen to him that much anymore. But I was I also had like a like a fake indie boy face exactly, in high school. Yeah. That's that's like what it was kind of an ode to. I know. Like, I know. When I thought I was like hot because I listened to that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I used to like. There's a lot of really bad pictures of me. I used to wear like, <laughs> I used to wear like full no. jean outfits, <laughs> yeah. and I used to wear striped shirts. Yeah, dude, the striped and shirts. Yeah, That's that, like the that was rough. Boy era. I know when when Flower Boy came out, yeah. but I loved Mac DeMarco um, so much. My favorite, uh, I'm trying to think. My favorite record is probably two. I don't know if yeah, you, like two, how well you know his albums. Awesome. Yeah, Salad Days and Two are like great. Yeah, it's killer. Um, um, I saw him live actually. Really? Yeah, in 2019. Was he good? I've heard like bad things. Oh about no, he was really good. Yeah. I was kind of upset that it wasn't in like a a GA pit, right? Because it's like even though it's not like technically moshing music, mm-hmm. you can mosh to anything. No, yeah. Um, yeah, and the other thing I played was the Carters, which like, I mean, obviously I love Beyonce, but Jay Z was is like really one of like my favorite rappers. Um, and like, it's so cool. It was so cool to see like the 444 i don't know if you like listen to jay-z at all okay so i hate to burst your bubble yeah but i don't like jay-z that much all right i'm sorry well so let's talk about it okay so my problem with jay-z i don't really know if i can like materialize it in words okay but it's like i just can't i can't get into him okay i don't know if it's his voice or his flow I respect him as an artist, and I know he's one of the greatest to ever do it. Yeah. But it's like, one of my friends, Jordan, um, I don't know if you're listening. If you're listening, what's up? <laughs> um, this kid is obsessed with Jay-Z. Okay. He's like, listen to The Blueprint. Like, I don't know. What's what's his like best album? It's The Blueprint. Uh, like The Black Album. The Black Album. 
like the blueprint 2 is supposed to be yeah. really good right yeah. like 444 i know mm-hmm. but so he's like obsessed with jay-z mm-hmm. but it's like the thing is like i don't know well for me it's like i don't know for me it's like he always has like the best beat selection and then the other thing is like i always feel like i think i know what type of rapper he is and then i hear him on like something crazy like have you ever listened to like his jay electronica stuff i haven't like that's i like, should probably check it out so jay electronica has this album that's like at first, I just thought it was Jay-Z, but it, because, like, they have a similar name or whatever. Yeah. But he's a different rapper. But, like, Jay-Z and him, like, did, like, an album together. And, like, that album's crazy. And it's, like, it's not, it's, like, it It sounds more like some, like, MF Doom stuff or something like that. Than, yeah. Like, a, a, um, Jay-Z project. But, yeah. I know, I haven't really, I don't know, can't name any Jay Electronica song. I know he's on Donda. Yeah. Um, But... I don't know, I'm gonna yeah, have to he, check that yeah. out. MF Doom, Jay Z sounds pretty promising. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I also, speaking of MF Doom, I forgot to mention my MF Doom phase. Oh, of course. It's, it's, every hip hop head. I wish we could play some MF Doom on on uh, on air, but it's there's no clean versions of MF. Doom yeah, that that is true. It's like I feel like it's like the natural progression of any young hip hop oh, head yeah. too. Yeah. Eventually, be like, oh, MF Doom's the greatest rapper of all time. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, just right. like, all right, let me let me stop listening to like regular hip hop. Like, I only listen to like experimental stuff now. Right. But no, I love MF Doom. R.I.P. Yeah. I was so sad when I heard that. I know that. that was crazy. I know. Like, I couldn't believe it. I remember I was like getting Chipotle, and I was in the car with like my mom, and uh, I like looked on my phone and I like didn't talk like the rest of the car ride. I was so heartbroken. MF Doom was such like a huge like. I don't know, I went down, like, the whole, like, producer deep dive. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's like you get into MF Doom, and you, like, find, like, who Madlib? Who's Madlib? Yeah, And right. then it's, like, through that, it's, Dude. like, Jay Dilla. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, anybody. Yeah, Madlib was my most listened to artist last year. Um, really? And I think it was because, like, I think it was because of his Sound Ancestors project. Yeah, that just came it. out. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I did listen to it. It was, like, one of the mo- more recent ones. But then, obviously, because, like, I listen to Mad Villain all the time. Yeah, well, then, I think... Mad Villain is one of the best hip-hop albums. Yeah. Yeah, what were totally. we saying, though? No, I don't know. So, yeah, he, he was my top artist, Jay Dilla. Like, those are, like, the guys who, like, when I started making music, those are, like, who, like, I was influenced by the most. Like, who I was trying to, like, copy. Like, I, like, have on my computer, like, me trying to remake, like, the Road of the Lonely Ones. Beat. Oh, yeah. Like, nice. Yeah. So, it's, like, that's <laughs> that, those are, like, my inspirations for sure. But um, Yeah, for sure. I took a... Yeah. Uh, this class in high school they uh they started this class called music tech yeah i took a music tech yeah, class too yeah but it was it was pretty much like producing they yeah. like bought like ableton mm-hmm. for those who don't know ableton's like some music software yeah. they like, make beats on and stuff and they had like those ableton push pads yeah really yeah and uh it was sick and like one of the we had two projects that we had to do like a beat recreation mm-hmm. So one of them I did bugging out by Tribe Called oh, Quest, and the other one I tried remaking the uh, all caps beat. Yeah, and that was hard, like right? I was trying to do it live, like with the samples. It was like some like I remember, ah. like the horn part was like a sample from some random cop show, like in yeah. the seventies. The drum sample was from some song, but like do, trying to do that live and just like doing all the it's edits insane. and the time it's matching, so like it's crazy because yeah. it's like the the piano, the little piano riff in that song. Yeah, it's like. It's like out of time. And it's I like know. the way he makes it loot. It's like it's like insane. No, the way and then you think about like Jay Dilla who was doing it. I mean Jay Dilla and Madlib who were doing it like with no display, like I know. no computer. No they computer, literally on an NPC. I know. Like, like knocking out the beat. It's, yeah, it's, it's insane. insane. It's a. Uh, I mean it's I know Jay Dilla's his whole thing was not quantize. Yeah. But that's like was the magic. Totally. I love Jay Dilla. Donuts yeah. is yeah. one of my favorite hip hop albums. I think it deserves to be talked about as one of the best even though there's no rapping on it it's insane it's i mean it's an instrumental album but like that's that's my t- that's my most listened to album is like, it ever, ever? Yeah. Uh, like last fm talking about that yeah of course the, the, the last fm like, talk yeah week. the scrabbles <laughs> the world's ending my scrabbles <laughs> yeah, but exactly. uh no i i love donuts yeah. i've been listening to it again recently because my buddy ross from kansas he's like producer he's like always talking about jay dilla and i'm like oh i forgot about this album i've been listening to this since like high school but like yeah. oh my god uh what is it two can win yeah two i love that win. song yeah. um gobstopper i really obviously i love don't cry that's like one of the best samples in any yeah. song ever it's so killer but uh yeah, yeah. so w- we're gonna go to a music break in a second but why don't you tell us a little bit about what we're about to hear we're gonna hear some um dj static picks yeah so uh let me pull up my little uh 
a little playlist. So uh, you hear a little mixture of uh, some songs I used to be, I guess, super into and stuff I'm more into now. Um, the opening song is a song called Black Cow by Steely Dan. Um, as mentioned earlier, it's just some Steely Dan's kind of a dad band, but <laughs> with a lot of stuff in life, the more you look into it, the cooler you can pretend it is. So uh, they were pretty much just two dudes. Um, they weren't even a real band, but they were just like studio wizards. That's a killer song. Um, mm -hmm. You hear some Beach Boys. I'm not going to get into that right now. <laughs> that's a deep hole. Um, I know that's one of your favorites. So. The Beach Boys are my favorite band yeah. of all time. And yeah. I know many of you guys hearing that. I mean, the people who know me are probably annoyed by me saying this. And what? the people who don't know me, yeah. yes, the Beach Boys are my favorite band. Yeah. Um, were you gonna say? Would you say? Were you gonna say? No, no, nothing. Oh, uh -oh. so uh, yeah, I could talk forever. We'll have an episode while I talk. We'll do a Beach um, Boys episode. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm actually thinking about yeah. possibly doing a Beach Boys show next really? semester. Oh, maybe sweet. I don't know. It's, it. it's, no, it's, yeah. it's 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 part of the question. There's a lot to talk about. Though. There is, there is. There's so much lore, but uh, I don't know. You'll hear some uh, some other stuff. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah, we're gonna do a PSA before we do that. I got a couple extra shout-outs I forgot. Yeah, make some shout-outs. Um, Sam Brown and Rob Rosenthal, my two, like, radio idols. Probably the reason why I'm doing this show. Nice. Um, Soli, you, you called me out, so I got to call you out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout-out to my Aunt Kelly also. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, right there were some tracks. Um, I was kind of like a, I was saying earlier... Um, it was a pretty good mix of the, the kind of stuff I'm into to give you guys an idea. Um, yeah, um, as previously stated, um, Steely Dan, Black Cow was the first song there. Um, we had two, or we had a comment uh, from one of Phantom's friends over here saying that Steely Dan is a crime to radio. Yeah, um, so, so one, of my, um, one of my family friends and radio personalities rob rosenthal commented that this is a crime against radio well listen to play steely dan so what, what do you have to say to that listen rob <laughs> i don't think you know anything about the radio the lay of the land here steely dan is the best thing to ever hit the airwaves even though it may seem lame those two dudes two dudes could write a song that's all i gotta say so it was that song. Then we had a, a nice little love song called The Surfer Moon. Um, beautiful song. It's, yeah, it's a pretty beautiful song. Um, I'm super into, I mean, as a Beach Boys fan, once again, I'm not going to get super into it because I'll keep talking and that'll be the show. Um, once again, though, um, or not once again. I'm like, yeah, I'm, for a Beach Boys fan, I'm mainly into their later stuff, but their poppy stuff is beautiful and I love it. So that's like a track that um, the real fans know, the people who don't know really don't play it, don't know it. Then they know had, all the other songs, but. Yeah, then we had a song from an alumni of UMass. Yeah. Pixies. Two alumni. So also for the people who know me, I'm also very obsessed with the Pixies and probably a, for a reason greater than it should be was one of the reasons I went to this school um, because, in fact, the Pixies did start here, which is pretty cool. They started in Sylvan. So no wonder why they wrote good songs because there ain't much to do else there. Um, it's pretty cool, but they dropped out. So let's hope I don't follow in their footsteps. I'm doing pretty good right now. So yeah, the Pixies are cool. And then the final track that was played there was One Time For Your Mind, One Time by Nas. Sorry about that. Um, that was beautiful. That sounded just like him. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm actually a Nas uh, impressionist. Yeah. Um, I get paid for it. But uh, I had to throw a hip-hop song in there. I think Illmatic, Not A Hot Take, is the best hip-hop album ever. But it's funny because like, Nas's other albums are like not good. So, I agree. But the thing is... Uh, oh my god what's his second album called can we say god on the radio yeah okay but his second album was, <laughs> it was written it was written it, it, it was written pretty good yeah. it's just not illmatic that's the thing like, when you that's yeah but it's just like in, like it's insane that he came out dropped this album and then like everything else was just kind of good but i guess like that's the problem though yeah. it's when you when your but, debut album's that good right i mean but what can you expect i mean like no one's gonna make 
that album twice. You know what I mean? Yeah, never again. Yeah. It's like so. people always roast Nas. They make fun of him. They say that like his whole career was just him. Just like constantly disappointing people because he'll never have an album like Illmatic. But yeah. the thing is though, he did give us Illmatic. Yeah. And And that's all you need. It's like it's not even just Nas that makes the album good. It's the production. Yeah, who who produced on it? So there's a lot of people on that. If I'm not mistaken, mistaken, uh, I know No ID produced a lot of songs. Q DJ Premier. D oh DJ, DJ Premier. Premier DJ Premier. Yeah. Um, Q Tip. He produced One Love. That's one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure about all the other ones. Maybe uh, Hit Boy, I think. No, not Hit Boy. Hit Boy did. I think. I think. He did I, I think he is because yeah. I know. I don't know. Um, I don't know, but the production is just so, like, killer. That yeah. that was one of the albums that I just like listened to for like the first time, and I was just instantly just blown away. It's like it's it's like one of the albums that you show, like, old heads who don't think hip hop is like legitimate music. Cause yeah. it's like, well, I think all hip hop's legitimate music, but like, Illmat, it's just so beautiful. It's so, it's so jazzy. It's smooth. It's mm -hmm. the wordplay. Nas goes yeah, crazy. It's incredible. Yeah, it's it's like, and he made it when he was nineteen. Yeah, I'm nineteen. Like what? I know, right? <laughs> like I can't even like yeah. do my homework. But you can make a beat, though. I know we've been talking about. Yeah, uh, nah, You're, I'm not good at it. Nowhere close to you. So, <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know, my buddy Phantom over here, Jonah, he's also a producer. It's crazy and his stuff's pretty insane um kyle's a producer too i'm not good i'm not very good but He's uh working on it. Well, i'm gonna i'm gonna try and get him to play some beats over here on there yeah day. yeah we'll, we'll, we'll see some exclusive um so maybe where do you post most of your stuff on soundcloud yeah um drop a soundcloud although we're not doing promos on the show if you i did put my music out on soundcloud <laughs> under the name jonah gabriel um, if you were to go listen to it anywhere, that's where it would be. Yes. Um, and yeah, uh, I don't know. I guess I, I got into like producing like around like when COVID started. I was just like super bored at home every day. Um, and I um, I was watching like a lot of like Twitch streams. And one of the ones I was watching was Kenny Beats. Yes. Was, like, like a very like in influential producer for me. Um, and he would do these like streams where he would like show himself like making a beat and then he had like beat battles too where like kids would just like submit beats weekly um, and he'd like judge them and that's like basically what got me into like producing uh, like I downloaded GarageBand on my computer and just like spent like I would be like on my Zoom class like making a beat at the same time like finding a sample like something yeah. like that um, that's awesome so yeah that's kind of what got me into it I know most of your stuff is like super. Is it sam most of it sample based? If I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, a lot of my stuff is sample based. Um, but like recently, I've been trying to get more into like you know working on like my own chord progressions no, and like sure. recording actual instruments because like paying to clear samples and release them is like it's yeah it's not worth it. It's, it's like so expensive, especially for someone like like I'm not you know like I'm not gonna like be making any money off my music right yeah, now. Yeah, so of course. Like, you can't like I know put that investment into it my uh I don't know my production career kind of started and died in like a year and a half <laughs> um I was like in, I was just like just high school me just being like the biggest Kanye fan ever oh yeah I'm just like I need to be like Kanye um so it was like for three beats a day yeah three beats a <laughs> lock myself in a room five beats a day for three summers yeah but uh, I remember like going to like all the YouTube videos. Like it's I forget what like I forget all like the production YouTubers. But it's like Ooh, buy this MPC MPD blah blah blah. Yeah, and I'm like exactly. mom, I want this for Christmas. I'm gonna make Did you beats. Get one? Yeah, so I have a I have like an MPD which is like right. the drum pad, right. and then I have the MPK, just that keyboard. Right. Um, and I got Ableton. Um, and I would just like I would just I, I would try to make beats. Uh, I think my greatest accomplishment in production is making a diss track. <laughs> <laughs> we all have one. We all have one. And me and my two friends, we released a sneak diss track. <laughs> we didn't tell my friend 
my, my friend Kyle. We have three Kyles in our friend group. I'm one of them. Um, my friend Kyle is actually another DJ on WMUA. He has a show. Shout out his show. It's uh, called Above the Surface. It's on at Tuesdays. DJ Killer K fan. Anyways, we, um, we randomly just dropped this diss track on this dude. And it was just like, it was all just with like sound bites I found on Looper, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's Which, the you best. know, Looper, man? Of course. Yeah, bro. dude. That's I'd like, be on Looper, man. I'd be digging. <laughs> dude, Looper, man's awesome. Because it's, it's free, too. It's, it's free and there's it. some good stuff. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, I feel like that's just like the rite of passage for like every young producer is just like yeah. going on Looper, man. And yeah. just like finding stuff. But like, I don't know. I used to love it. I used to like say, well, I think I like the idea of it more than like actually like like doing it because yeah. it's like I would like say like oh I'm gonna be a producer yeah I'm gonna make beats no, I, know what you mean. Yeah. I was even like looking in like the UMass low like sound production program because I was so <laughs> yeah, like destined I'm like good, I want to yeah. be like Kanye even though like that that program there is like sound recording and not right, like actual right. making beats I was dumb but uh but you could uh you could still be like a, a producer for like you know you could make like beats and like the the T-Mobile commercial or something. Yeah, I'll be, the, I'll always, be the T-Mobile Beats man. That was always like what Kenny Beats would say, like when a beat was like good, but like a little bit off. He'd be like, this sound like it's in a Sprint ad. This sound like it's in a T-Mobile ad. Like, <laughs> See, I feel like it's like a lot of people like scared to like go into like music production yeah. and beat making because they're like, oh, I need to make a hit song. But the thing is though, I feel Just like what... as a hobby. Yeah, it's like you can do it as a hobby, but I feel like what people don't understand, and this is all my young producers out there, that there's music in literally everything. Yeah. You like I feel like it like you ever just like watch commercials. Well, obviously everyone watches commercials, but it's like there's beats in that. I don't know. There's beats in everything. There's, there's music for everything. There's always a need for music. So all y'all, all y'all young beat makers out there, keep making music. Music is required to survive in every aspect of life. So. So have you ever? thought about like doing any like live shows or like i know you i know we mean you had a conversation before about wanting to like learn how to dj yeah so what do you what do you think you're gonna do with that i mean i i really want to learn how to dj i want to learn how to um yeah i just want to learn how to like make my music like performable and shareable and like in, in a different way i mean i've been like I would say, I, I don't know, I'm definitely kind of out of practice in terms of production recently just because, like, I've been busy with school. For sure. But um, when I was, like, in my, like, I don't know, when I was making beats, like, every day, I I don't know. I was, like, I was like trying to, like, play them live. Like, sometimes I would make the beat, like, by drawing it in. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, then, yeah. Like, yeah. like, practice it back. Like, yeah, you do it on, like, live. the, you, like, launch the clips and stuff. Exactly, yeah. yeah that stuff's um, cool. So, I don't know, I guess... I, I also like love mixing stuff like like Kyle and I were talking about like bringing two turntables on the air and like playing some like like a couple things at once like getting like a drum break and a melody and then like some random like ad libs or something yeah like I think that would be a lot of fun I feel like we need a like or maybe you you gotta like I'm not telling you what to do but I'm saying it's like I've been in like a ton of well not a ton of shows I've been in like a few shows around the area just these like DJs producers making their music yeah like I went to like a UMass Noise yeah they, they have like UMass UMass Noise and like all this stuff but uh like uh before like we went home on break I saw this like ethereal rave being advertised and I was like curious what that, it was yeah. mm-hmm. and it was like I went and it was like it was honestly so cool it was just in like some basement in Northampton and it was like just all these DJs and like there was like this one dude who like sound like a like a blade ripoff. Yeah. But it was kinda awesome. There's this other person named like Garbage Girl. It's was- cool. I mean like I feel like we don't even know how many local artists there are, you know what I mean? But good thing, swim radio exists. I know, right? And for That's- anyone for anyone who doesn't know, um, even though we have been talking a lot this episode, not every episode will be like this. Are the I don't wanna say the main focus of our show, but one of uh, the core things we're going to do on the show is interview, like... We're trying to spotlight local artists. Yeah. So we want to we get, you know, like, people who have been in the area either performing or just releasing music or producing. Um, and so we, we have a couple guests lined up. Yeah, Next we do. Week we've got Tom Sue. Yep, Tom Sue. So Tom Sue is a... They're a, I guess, math rock band out of Brighton. Um, one of my buddies... Jackson, who I shouted out earlier, he's the bass player. Um, 
So we're going to be interviewing them. They, they have a, a solid following on Spotify. They play shows all the time. They're crazy live, but uh, we'll be talking to them about their influences and stuff. So that's next week. Tune into that. And then the week after. Week after that, we've got um, Christian Guerra of um, Keep Me Safe, who's a band out of Glastonbury, Connecticut, um, who has just an album under their belt. Um, kind of like a emo rock type music um you can check out their music on pretty much all services um and yeah so we're gonna ask them some questions basically just christian of the band who's a singer and and um has worked on some of the production um and yeah yeah so um pretty much it's like what we're doing right now we're gonna be doing with other people except with the interview focused we now we're not gonna pull some nardwire stuff because that's like impossible but we're gonna try our best to to be inter- good interviewers get the the juicy questions for all the juicy listeners yeah. and uh maybe we'll uh put you guys on to some cool new bands support local artists support Absolutely. small bands yeah and uh please let us know if you have any suggestions for those of us who know us personally I yeah guess. if you guys know anybody who's like not even just local just like a, a small artist or or a big artist mm-hmm. anybody that uh would want to be interviewed or i know it's not much uh to uh be on our show yet we're gonna get famous we're but uh famous. please just let us know we're gonna make a like an instagram uh we'll have that up we'll, we'll have that on the next episode we'll yeah, let you guys yeah. know but uh Welcome back. You're listening to Swim Radio. Swim Radio. DJ Phantom. Static. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we were just listening to These Chains by Mid-Earthy, which I was telling Kyle is probably like my favorite song of all time. Like top five for sure. It might be like my favorite. Um, yeah. Um, it's just like such like a lush. Like it, it, it keeps like getting better. It keeps going. Like whenever you think it's gonna end, there's like another amazing part. So many layers. I love the drumming. It's in three four. Oh, it's in six eight, which is my favorite time signature. <laughs> nice. He has a favorite time signature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you? What's your favorite uh, song, Kyle? My favorite song ever. Um, I've actually been thinking about this for some time because I feel like it's like people I feel like it's a question that's asked but it's it's hard especially for yeah uh, like the amount I'm not I'm not saying like the amount of music I've just like I like a lot of music so it's hard to pick one and like things change all the time yeah of course of course but if I just had to think of like I think the best sounding my favorite song I think it probably has to be what goes on by the velvet underground um I don't really mention this that much, but uh, the Velvet Underground and Lou Reed are like, they're like a top, or the Velvet Underground's like literally probably my second favorite band ever. Um, I love all the aesthetics in the music, but that song is just like, it just like makes me feel like I'm like floating, but like, met like in a noisy, distorted way. It's like, I don't it's it's like that one scene in train spotting <laughs> when it like plays like perfect day by Lou Reed. I, I know except I know with the, the different Lou Reed about. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um when he like falls into the toilet. But right. uh I don't know. Um we'll have that one queued up for the last break. But uh this is probably gonna be our our final real vocal break. We'll say goodbye to everyone after our next one. But um Pretty much, yeah. I guess uh we'll, right now we'll take this time to uh We'll talk about some other cool stuff. We will. So, what's on your mind? Well, what's on my mind? Um, I don't know, man. I just... I'm liking being on the radio. We got a really nice call from a guy named Rudy. Yeah, shout out Rudy. He had uh, a lot to say. He was psyched that we were playing some hip-hop on the air. Yep. Um, Gotta bless your ear canals. Yeah. Some beautiful stuff. And, um, yeah, I'm just feeling excited. Listening to some great music. Talking yeah. about some stuff. I'm excited for our guest next week, Tom Sue. I'm so hyped. Gonna be doing an interview with them. 
seeing what they have to say about being a musician in the area. So a lot, um, speaking of being a musician in the area, those who don't know, um, I wouldn't say it's a revival, but there has been some pop-ups. I was talking about this earlier, some local shows, mm-hmm. which for anyone who doesn't know, maybe you shouldn't. But if you do know, you'll know now. <laughs> that made no sense. But like going to a basement show, there's like no other, especially if the bands are good. Um, I went to a, a show at an undisclosed location. Um, <laughs> it was a house show in the beginning of the semester. Um, I don't really remember the bands that were playing. There was some some uh, dude who goes to UMass. I think he goes to UMass. His name's like, uh, I think his name is Milo. Um, he opened up. There was this other band, Track Meet, which is really good. Um, they play a ton of shows around here. They're pretty cool. Check them out. Or I can't say that. Um, if you want to check them out, Look they're up track there. meet. Yeah. They're out there. You'll track find them. Great. Yeah, they're they're cool. Maybe we'll get them on the show at some point. Yeah, we should hit them up. But yeah, uh, I just had this thought. Speaking of track meet, actually, I met the bass player mm-hmm. at the Parquet Court show. That's what I right. Yeah, that's what we were gonna talk about. Yeah, live so, yeah, that wasn't even. You, had, I, I you was, had a bit of an interesting interaction yeah, with this guy. Right? I, I do. So yeah. first of all. Parquet courts. I just want to say, um, I'm a fan. Be- I'm a fan. I'll just say that. I, I mean, I didn't have an experience with them, but I, I really like their last album. I think their music's pretty cool. But why don't let's, so, let's yeah, tell so, us about yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't originally gonna talk. I was. I was gonna. T- I was planning about talking about this if we had nothing else. But the show was going good, so I wasn't. But speaking of track meet, it was a good transition. <laughs> um, so I guess I have to talk about yeah, it now. Tell so, the story, yeah. so I, I'm a huge fan of, of like punk rock. So obviously, it's like new punk rock bands like oh it's supposed to be good i thought wider wakes wide awake's a killer record i thought the early stuff some of the early stuff's really good garage rock so i bought these tickets like i think before i came to umass i'm a sophomore now i bought these when like no i must have bought them like first semester freshman year when i was online so it was for it was at gateway city arts in holyoke which i've been to that venue three times and the first two times were not great experiences because it was during a pandemic and i saw a somersault sam wait you were there i was not the most recent one i went like a a couple years oh yeah i remember you telling me that uh i'm not huge on them but i just went because it was a cheap show it was cool but there was like 20 people not like 20 there's probably like 40 people there it was pretty empty which was whatever it it wasn't it wasn't like a monster show and then i saw waves there after Mm -hmm. Which is, I thought they were like a bigger band, but there was literally like 15 people in the crowd and it was really awkward in their opener. It was also, incre- it was that band Harmless. They have that one TikTok song. Um, I forget what it's called, but it was incredibly awkward. But anyways, Parquet Courts. Parquet Courts. It's the night. Yeah. Okay. I've been so excited to see this band. Um, I've watched so many live videos of them. Yeah. I, I didn't listen to Wide Awake a ton, but I just, you know as someone who goes to a lot of concerts you know which bands are fun to see right so i get there it was packed it was a sold out first sold out show i've been at gateway city arts it was awesome the show was great a lot of energy there's a lot of like violent moshing um i love violent moshing the song almost had to start a fight um it was crazy yeah people were going crazy people were like throwing fists in the pit right it was pretty awesome anyways so and and before you tell this part we we when we go to concerts we like to get the legal ids you know we have to say oh this is wmuam or something oh yeah 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 so <laughs> kyle went to one show uh he went to black midi and got a legal id from them yeah so we were like all right we were like all right kyle's going to parquet courts let's get him in it let's yeah get a legal id right so to to add on to that so black midi i know i keep going off from the main story but it's important backstory so black minis was cool experimental band they're kind of like they're kind of like a a jazz experimental rock nerd band but they're cool um so i got like the lead singer jordy Greep. i talked to him for like 30 minutes after the show he's really nice and i got him a thing you guys you guys will probably hear it he had to take two takes because he was drunk but it was good but i got him to do a, a wmua id so anyways after this parquet court show it was killer I like see the bass player walk by and I like go up to the bass player and I talk to him. I'm like, oh, great show. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. And I like talk to him for like, he was really nice. So, and then I see the lead singer, um, Andrew Savage. I see him in a corner. 
he's looking kind of mopey. I don't want to be dissing on his name. I walk over to this dude and I'm like, hey, like, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of your music. That was a killer show. Like, thanks for coming out. Holyoke, blah, blah, blah. And then I like, he's like, oh, thanks, thanks. And then I'm like, I'm like, oh, and I was just, I was just curious. I'm a DJ for my radio st- local radio station, WMUA. I was like, is it possible if you could do like a quick radio tag for us? And he, and he looks at me dead in the eyes, starts laughing. He goes, ha, ha, ha. No, <laughs> I word I can't say on the radio, hate doing that stuff and just laughs at me. I'm like, dude, what? I'm like, I paid all, all, well, not all this money. It was 20 bucks. Right. Right. Like I paid money to see this dude. And then I go up to him after the show just to like, you know, it, it'll take like two seconds. So like, listen, I get it. I get it. If you don't want to do it, but like, like buddy was so rude to me. Yeah. He, he just laughed in my face. He made me feel like a fool. I walked away. I don't like yeah, that man. dude. And, and I also... You told me it like ruined the music for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't listen to parquet chords anymore. I won't listen to them. Punk rock has been dead since the 80s. So stop trying to make new punk rock parquet chords. <laughs> I like them, but uh, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm incredibly biased now, but uh, that's my story. Yeah. Um, I do have a lot of other stories. You'll hear them at different times, but I think that was a good one to start I'm off sure with. We'll, I'm sure we'll get to those stories at some point. Yeah, we will. So just to uh, restate... Next week, um, we are going to have Tom Sue, which is a local band from Brighton with a, a following. Um, going to be asking them some deep and dirty questions, getting into their, uh, you know, their inspirations, what they like to do, what they like to have for lunch. Yes, and uh, their favorite colors, maybe. Um, so that is will be next Sunday from 8 to 10 p.m., just like every other week where we will have our show. So thank you guys again for listening. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope to hear and see you guys listening again next week from 8 to 10. Yeah. Popping for that interview. This has been DJ Static and DJ Phantom. Just remember, keep your eyes and your ears open. You'll see some beautiful things, see some beautiful people, hear some beautiful noises. Don't get it twisted. No, sir. Radio. Peace out. Swim radio. Swim radio. Don't get it twisted. The best music. The best of the best in the must match with you six. You are listening in this swim radio. It's hot on WNUA. Amherst. 91.1. Swim. Radio. 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 If you made it this far, thank you for listening. Today's episode was edited by Jonas Lacheke and the board was operated by Jonas Lacheke live on air um, at the WMUA radio station. Uh, Tune in next week for an interview with Tom Sue. Thanks for listening.